0: We've all seen her, and maybe we've even had to deal with her at some point. It could have been in the line at the grocery store or shopping at the mall. We may know her from church or for some other group that we're involved in, or it's possible she may even be a part of our own family. Who is she? She's that cranky woman who seems to be unhappy with life and angry at the world. And she either wants everyone to know it, or for everyone to be unhappy with her. But how did she get this way? Where did her bitterness come from? And how did it grow to the point where now it not only affects her, but everyone who is around her? And more importantly, how do we make sure that we do not let bitterness grow in our hearts and end up the same way? In this episode, we're going to chat about two main causes of bitterness, what makes it grow, and how to stop it from taking over our lives. Let's get started. Welcome to the Faith Lived Out Podcast. Are you wanting to do life God's way but are unsure how or what that even looks like? Do you sometimes fear that you're doing this whole wife and mom thing all wrong and want to know how to do it right? Or do you want to stop worrying all the time and learn how to truly put your faith and trust in the Lord? Hey girl, I'm Nancy Adamson, wife, mom, and Grammy to seven sweet babies, Bible study teacher, speaker, and women's ministry leader. I see you and I get you because I've been there. And I'm here to share with you what God has taught me on how to find biblical answers to life's challenging questions in His Word. To know what His promises are for you, how to apply them to your life, and to put the cares and concerns that are on your heart safely in the Father's hands. So if you're ready to learn how to live out your faith every day, and follow the amazing plan that God has for you, grab your coffee, pull up a chair next to mine, and let's get started. So did someone come to mind during the intro? Someone that you know who harbors bitterness in their heart? Maybe you see it in them all the time, or maybe it only comes out when you talk about a particular person or a circumstance that has happened in their past, but it's there. No one ever wants to be this way. No one ever wakes up and says, oh, hey, what can I be bitter about today? Or I want to grow up to be just like that cranky woman at the grocery store. So what caused them to have such anger and deep-rooted bitterness in their lives? Well, most commonly, bitterness stems from two places. The first one is by harboring unforgiveness in our hearts. It happens when our husband or a family member or somebody else who is close to us has hurt us in some way and we are either unable or unwilling to forgive them. Maybe the hurt is too deep and we just can't seem to get past it. Maybe we don't know how to get past it. Or that person who has hurt us doesn't even recognize the fact that they have done so, and that just makes it all the more difficult to try to forgive them. Whatever the cause may be, harboring that unforgiveness in our hearts causes us to have these ill feelings towards that person, and those feelings turn into bitterness. If it's not dealt with, it will certainly grow. It never stays stagnant, and it never goes away on its own. Scripture talks about this in a couple of different places. And the first one is in Proverbs 10, verse 18. It says, Whoever hides hatred has lying lips, and whoever spreads slander is a fool. And then in Proverbs 26, 24, it says, He who hates disguises it with his lips and lays up deceit within himself. We are hiding hatred in our hearts when we have not forgiven someone who has hurt us. This hatred, however small it may be when it starts out, will continue to grow and to build a wedge between us and God, and between us and those who are around us. The second source of bitterness is harboring envy. This happens when there's something or someone that they have something and we perceive that it's better than what it is that we have, and we want it for ourselves, but for some reason we can't quite seem to get it. This is also covetousness or discontentment. It may not even be a particular person that we envy, but instead a perceived lifestyle that we want to be married and we're not, that we want to have kids and we don't, that we want this different position at work or in some other group that we're involved in and we don't have it. Whatever it is, there are other people who do have this thing and we don't. And so we walk around with this envy and this discontentment in our hearts. But Proverbs 14.30 says, A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. In chapter 38 of the book of Isaiah, we read about Hezekiah. He is the king of Judah, and he is a godly man. But he was sick and near death. And the prophet Isaiah came to him and says, Thus says the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. And it says that Hezekiah turned his face towards the wall, and he prayed to the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I pray, how I walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. And it says that Hezekiah wept bitterly. In verses 10 through 12, it says, I said, and this is Hezekiah talking, In the prime of my life I shall go to the gates of Sheol. I am deprived of the remainder of my years. I said, I shall not see Yah, the Lord, in the land of the living. I shall observe man no more among the inhabitants of the world. My lifespan is gone, taken from me like a shepherd's tent. I have cut off my life like a weaver." He cuts me off from the loom. From day until night, you make an end of me. And then in verse 15, it says, What shall I say? He has both spoken to me, and he himself has done it, meaning God has done it. I shall walk carefully all my years in the bitterness of my soul. Hezekiah was bitter because he was dying and he envied those who had a long life ahead of him. He didn't feel that it was time for him to go, and so he sat there stewing over it and admittedly becomes bitter about it. Our envious thoughts are usually much more trivial than what Hezekiah's were. We want things like a new car like our neighbor has, or to go on that great vacation like our friends just came back from but then it grows and now we want a different job or we want our husband to have this higher paying job so that we can have the lifestyle that we desire. So we too can go and do the things that we want to do and have the things that we want to have. And we can even begin to think, well, my husband is never going to make enough money for me to be able to live the way that I want to, to provide the things that I really want to have. So maybe I need a different husband. Sometimes we think that this is normal and it's just life. Or if we ignore these feelings that they're somehow going to go away on their own, but they don't. Instead, it grows and it festers in our hearts. In James 3, 14 through 16, it says, But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. Us comparing our lives to someone else's is not from God, but it is a tactic that the enemy uses to make us envious and to make us discontent and cause strife and anger in our families. Bitterness, no matter the cause, is like leaven in bread and it begins to permeate every area of our lives. When this happens, our bitterness begins to spill out into our attitudes, not only towards the person that we are envious of or the person that we haven't forgiven, but it begins to spill out into everyone in our lives. We talk badly about that person that we're upset with behind them, or the kind of people that have the things that we don't have. And this grows into disdain for them, and we begin to be rude and sarcastic. When bitterness is full-grown, we can no longer hide it in our hearts, no matter how hard we try. And then we, we become what scripture describes as the contentious woman. In Proverbs 27.15, it says, A continual dripping on a very rainy day, and a contentious woman are alike. And then in Proverbs 21.19, Better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman. We are that contentious and angry woman when we begin to complain or cause arguments with those around us. When more often than not, we are in a state of unhappiness. We're unhappy with the world, with life in general, and we either want everybody to know it or we want them to be miserable with us. By now, you've probably thought about a few people who may be like this, because it's much easier to see this in other people than it is in ourselves. But stop for a moment and take a look at your own life. Does this describe you in any way? Is there someone that you're having a hard time forgiving? Is there someone that you compare yourself to or compare your life to? And are you envious in some way? Are there feelings of bitterness growing in your heart? And how are those feelings of bitterness affecting your marriage and your family? As we just read in scripture, a contentious woman is like dripping on a rainy day, or it would be better to live in the wilderness than to live with her. If someone did come to mind when I described this type of woman, then you know all too well what I'm talking about and how difficult it can be to be around that person. And I'm sure you're also beginning to imagine how this is affecting a marriage or your family. Our husbands are much less likely to want to spend time with us or to show love towards us if we are bitter and argumentative most of the time, if we are constantly complaining about what we don't have, or we make them feel like they're not good enough, that they're not providing well enough for us. This greatly damages our marriages. Our kids not understanding why we are the way that we are, they just pick up on our attitudes and they think, oh, well, being negative or pessimistic, this just must be what life is like and what we're supposed to be like, because they don't know what that root is behind your bitterness or your negativity. I know that it can seem that trying to forgive someone is just too difficult or a little bit of envy that we carry in our hearts doesn't really hurt anything. But hopefully you can see now that it does, and that it not only hurts us, but as the bitterness begins to grow in us, then it also hurts those who are around us as well. But I have good news for you, ladies. With the Lord's help, we can forgive. We can let go of the envy. We can ask God to forgive us for being bitter and to have Him help us change our hearts. So then how do we stop this from growing and taking over in our lives? The first step is to check your heart. Is there someone that you have been unable or unwilling to forgive? Or do you compare yourself or your life to others and have some kind of envy or discontentment in your heart? Has God been speaking to you about this and said it's time to deal with this and to let it go? And you've kind of been pushing him aside. If you're unsure, ask the Lord to show you if there is any root of bitterness growing in your heart. And if so, where does it come from? If it is envy, then stop comparing yourself and your life to others. And I know that this is so much easier said than done. Our society teaches us this. Advertising is based on this. To look at what someone else has and want it for ourselves and to want to be like them, to have the body of a model, to have the perfectly decorated home, the money and the success of the rich and famous, or what we think a perfect marriage is. But scripture tells us, For we dare not count or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves. They who measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another are not wise. And that's from 2 Corinthians 10, 12. We are only hurting ourselves and then eventually others when we do this. Instead, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And that's told to us from Hebrews 13, 5. The fact that we have a relationship with Jesus, that He is always with us, that He's caring for us, guiding us, and showing His great love towards us, this is far better than anything that this world could ever offer us or ever give us or that we could desire. God has a perfect plan for your life. He has made you the way that you are. He has gifted you and given you certain talents and placed you right where He wants you to be because He has a plan and a purpose for your life and how you will uniquely serve Him in a way that no one else can. Seek what it is that God wants for your life rather than comparing your life to someone else's. And I can assure you that the life that God has planned for you is way better than any life that you could look at or anything that you could dream up. Psalm 37.4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Align your heart with His, for in doing so, there is no greater contentment and joy. If you're struggling with unforgiveness, this is a bit more difficult of an area to work on in our lives. And rather than try to squeeze in a few scriptures to help us with this today, I will be devoting the entire next episode to forgiveness. If you know that you have unforgiveness in your heart, if you even think that there's somebody that you need to forgive, then be sure to listen to the next episode. You may even want to hit that follow button right now to make sure that you get a notification and that you don't miss it. But in the meantime, or if you're dealing with envy, pray. Ask for forgiveness from the Lord and for Him to help you with the envy that you may have, to forgive that hurt that you're holding on to, as well as letting go of the bitterness that is growing in your heart. Let's look again at the example of Hezekiah. Remember I said that he was bitter and that he prayed to God? Well, in Isaiah thirty-eight seventeen, God answers his prayer. It says, Indeed, it was for my own peace that I had great bitterness. But you have lovingly delivered my soul from the pit of corruption, for you have cast all my sin behind your back. God forgave Hezekiah for the bitterness and for all of the other sins that he had and allowed him to live 15 more years. God will forgive you too and change your heart if you ask him to. If need be, ask your family to forgive you. If you have been a bit of that contentious or argumentative woman, if you have said things to make your husband think that maybe he's not good enough, that he doesn't provide well enough for your family, then go to him and ask him for forgiveness. And maybe even ask him to pray with you over this for God to help you with the feelings that are in your heart. We must also work on changing our hearts. We cannot do the same thing every day and expect different results or think that we're just going to change overnight without any effort on our part. Scripture does help us with how to change our hearts in this area, and we find this in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 14 and 15. And it says, Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord, looking carefully lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. So the antidote to bitterness is to pursue peace with all people and holiness, Spend some time looking up scriptures that speak to your heart about seeking God, about pursuing peace with others, contentment, forgiveness, and His perfect plan for your life. Pray those scriptures over your life. Post them all around your house as reminders for you and what it is that God is changing in your heart. As you go through your day, take a special note of your heart attitude and if any bitterness, or envy, or ill feelings towards someone start to fill your heart. And if they do, then stop right where you are and pray. Pray for the Lord to help you with those feelings, to take those feelings away, and to replace them with the truth and the promises of His Word. Remember that in the next episode, we will discuss how to forgive someone who has hurt us, even if they don't think that they've done anything wrong so be sure not to miss it. Ladies, I know that this is a tough subject. It's a difficult subject to deal with. So before you go, I want to pray with you. Dear Heavenly Father, oh Lord, to look at our own hearts, to see where we may have unforgiveness, to see where we may envy someone else, have discontentment, to see where we may be hurting those that we love most who are around us. Lord, that's a difficult thing. It's a hard pill to swallow. But Lord, we know that you are with us, that you forgive us, that you walk with us, that you care for us, that you love us even when we make mistakes, even when we sin. And Lord, we thank you so much for that. I ask, Lord, that you would just touch the hearts of each and every woman who is struggling with this right now, Lord, that you would just fill her heart with peace, that you would be able to help her and to help her to know that you love her, that you can change her heart, that you can help her to forgive, that beginning today, her life can be different and it can be headed in a more joyous contentment direction, Lord. Lord, I just pray that you are with each and every one of us, that you lift us up, that you carry us through, that you show us the areas where we need to change, that you guide us to the scriptures, Lord, that you want us to know and that you want us to cling to and to pray over and to be reminded of. And Lord, we know that you are faithful and that you will forgive us and that you will change our hearts if we truly seek your face and that we seek your will for our lives. And Lord, we ask this in your precious, heavenly name, amen. Thank you so much for listening today. I pray that God has used this episode to bless and inspire you to live out your faith in Him. If it has, please do me a huge favor by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know if you like the show and you will be helping others to find this podcast and be lifted up by the Word of God. Is there someone who came to mind while you were listening today and you said, ooh, she needs to hear this? Well then send her the link so she can be encouraged too. Are you in the Dallas area and looking for a fresh new speaker to add excitement to your next luncheon, women's retreat or other women's event? then drop me a note at nancy at faithlivedout.com and let's chat about it. That's nancy, n-a-n-c-i at faithlivedout.com. I would love to come and meet with you and the ladies in your group. You're also welcome to visit the website at faithlivedout.com for more information, blog posts, journaling ideas, and free printables, or become a part of our little community of believers. By joining the Faith Lived Out community group on Facebook, where you can join together with other faith-led wives and moms just like you. Links to these areas and the scripture references used in today's episode are in the show notes. Ladies, thank you again for listening today, and know that I am praying for God to be with you as you learn to trust in Him more and to live out your faith every day. God bless you, and see you on the next episode.